you can say all you want, but if you're not doing it, like you're saying, if there's no fruit, yeah, then it's meaningless. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the official Emmaus Athletic Podcast in the nest. I'm your co-host, Shane Douglas, here with Matthew Tomlinson. Matt, how are you doing today, buddy? I'm doing good, Shane. How about yourself? I'm doing I'm doing all right. I'm doing good, you know? Uh, it was a, a tough Sunday. You know, it wasn't the outcome I wanted, but <laughs> right. um, it was still pretty good. Talking about the, the Super Bowl, of course, with uh, the Kansas City Chiefs winning. the snacks good? The, that's really what the matters. snacks good the, the snacks, snacks were pretty good. good yeah i made a buffalo chicken dip like every other person in, the, in america's <laughs> right everyone thinks they have the best buffalo chicken dip but i feel like i actually do i'm gonna be honest i just i don't, I don't know i do i got got the recipe from my father but nice so if you like buffalo chicken dip, who is you know a buffalo bills fan he is so a buff- yeah he was born together. in buffalo too so that <laughs> it makes sense so um yeah i yeah I definitely have the best, you know, so I yeah. um, haven't tried many other people's, uh, but the ones I have tried, like ah, not that good, especially uh, once you get at the store, but yeah, uh, your snacks Makes good. Sense. Were your snacks good? Yeah, we were at the Rasmussen's uh, and uh, oh, I always nice. enjoy what Kevin and Laurel make there. So okay, well, Kevin being our, uh, he's our, like our, kind of like our life coach on our team. Like yeah. he, he's an Emmaus alum, he's a basketball alum, but he, his, his role this year is kind of like pouring into the coaches and it's been really, that's really, really cool. cool. I so. like that. Mm-hmm. What, what, they, what do they make? Like. Yeah, so like it's like a huge thing. Yeah, it was like they made pulled pork, ah, and then Laurel so you, makes okay. these really good enchiladas. Very nice. So you had like a whole meal. Yeah, I, I feel like Super Bowl should be like a national holiday. It already feels like it is, you know. I mean, but everyone takes Monday off anyway, so it's like, like a lot of people do, right? But yeah, I mean, there's yeah, but yeah it's good. That it is do, what it is. So. But yeah, um, no, Super Bowl is always fun. It's always uh, good uh, to to watch that and uh, hang out with friends, family, every etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, have some good snacks, like you said. Uh, and and then root for a team. I haven't really enjoyed the Super Bowl for a while because the Chiefs are always in it, and I do not like the Chiefs. Right. Uh, so I'm hoping that next year there's I can Someone enjoy different. it. You know, just I just I don't care who wins. But uh, either way, thank you everyone for you know making us a part of your day uh, this Thursday morning or Thursday afternoon we or really whenever you do it. listen to us. We do appreciate it. So thank you again for um, hitting. Uh, the video and giving us those views, uh, whatever, but also just the support as well. So, um, again, thank you for making us part of your day. Uh, today we're going to talk about uh, quite a bit, not too much really, but uh, I would say quite a bit, some some heavy uh, stuff to talk about. But we're going to yep. recap uh, the basketball games that happened. Five games to cover. Five mm-hmm. games to cover that happened uh, the past week and a half-ish. And then we're going to talk about the future games coming up. And then we're going to piggyback of the conversation we had last week about uh, not just Brock Purdy, but Christians in sports and what it looks like to honor the Lord after the game uh, that goes beyond telling a reporter this win goes to Jesus. Uh, so we're going to kind of talk about uh, that topic and uh, mm-hmm. maybe some good ways and what uh, the Bible kind of says about um, the fruit of the Spirit and what it truly looks like other than just those that With one the words sentence that come out your mouth yeah. the repeat what's the repeated sentence everyone says first and foremost i like to thank my lord and savior jesus christ you know is that is that truly the the fruits um is it the only fruits that matter so uh, we'll talk about that a little bit and then if we got some time we'll go into a top five a little segment uh that should uh, be a fun one uh yeah sure. it will be fun It'll, um for especially the alumni of the uh, emmaus uh, friends of the college uh who've been to um a couple Classes, we're going to do a top five of our favorite classes, I guess, that were, you know, just a spoiler. I, I feel like... Spoiler alert. Whatever. I mean, it doesn't <laughs> really matter. So if we got time, we'll do top five favorite classes. And if we don't have time, 
maybe we dodged a bullet, right? So we'll see. We'll see. So uh, we'll try <laughs> to make it uh, to uh, to the top five. But either way, Matt, let's talk about Emmaus Athletic Sports. What has happened? Yes, these, here these we past go. Week or so. so this past weekend, uh, we had our annual or I guess our biannual trip down to Manhattan, Kansas. Yes. Where we played Manhattan Christian Always College. Always a pleasure. And then they hosted us the next day against Barkley College. Okay. So, guys, we just had a game uh, on Friday because the, the Manhattan doesn't have a girls team. They had to uh, cancel their um, girls team this semester. So the okay. girls didn't have a game on Friday, but we did. Um, Manhattan's the number one team, the number one undefeated team in the conference. And so we actually... They're undefeated in the conference? In or the conference, like, they're okay, undefeated yeah, in yeah. the conference. Okay. And so um, we... Played them actually a lot better this time around yeah. than we did the first time. So, like, obviously, loss is a loss, but the the areas of improvement from the first time we played them mm-hmm. were a lot, a lot better. And so that was definitely encouraging to see. Um, had some guys out, and so some of the freshmen and guys that don't normally play as much uh, really stepped up, and so that was really encouraging to see um, that happen on Friday. And then going into Saturday... Um, the girls had a 10 a.m. game. We had a noon game. Ooh, 10 a.m. game? 10 a.m. games are... That's terrible. Th- they are killer. You got to get up at like 6 or 7 I just know. to be prepared for that. The worst. And so they played Barkley, who they had lost to earlier in the year. Um, I think it was... It was like 5 points, I think. Mm-hmm. And they ended up losing again by 6 points. It was a really low-scoring game. It was 47-41. And especially for them, like their issue this year is just... They can't score the ball. Yeah. And so, like, once they can make layups, make those shots, I mean, it's a whole different season for mm-hmm. them. Um, And so that was encouraging, like, you know, things to lose, but they were right there. And then our game was ridiculous. I mean, we came out, um, had a amazing first half. I think we shot, like, 50%. We were up 19 at halftime against Barkley. That's nuts. Who we lost to by 21 earlier okay. in the year. Or was it? I think it was 19, actually. And uh, yeah, we going in halftime. We're like, oh boy, like we have this lead. And the last time we had a lead this big, we ended up losing against Faith the first time. But uh, the guys played amazing. It was really cool to see. We ended up winning um, by twenty three, and so that was a huge. That's that awesome. was a huge win for us, for yeah. our team, and especially against a really good Barkley team too. Like mm-hmm. they, they just had a really bad game. And I mean, everyone has those now and again. But it was, mm-hmm. it was super encouraging. Some to, more than others, happen. right? Yeah, yeah, some more than others. Maybe maybe but, we're part of that too. But uh. <laughs> right. But it was just super encouraging to to have that, and I think it was really good. It was a nice, enjoyable eight-hour ride home after that. So. That's, that's always good. <laughs> that's the drive home is always better yep. when you have a, at least one W. With and you. then Tuesday night, it was uh, the home game that we hosted Faith. And so um, the girls came out, played a really good game. They did. They ended up winning, which they beat Faith 48-40, uh, to 40, which has that game had huge implications on the conference standings. Really? And okay. so, yeah, it, with – with our girls beating the faith girls that really can really shift um, the seating and how the tournament goes it's next week. Be, it's going to so be wild. It is. It really was. So it was, that was super encouraging for them to win. Um, and then we played after them mm-hmm. and uh, couldn't quite, I mean, you were, <laughs> yeah, couldn't quite pull it out. Yeah. Like uh, it was unfortunate. We ended up losing by uh, eight. It was um, really tough. Yeah, it was 72-64. So, so many chances. Offensive, so yeah, many offensively, chances. we struggled. We could not literally make a basket in the first half. Mm-hmm. And that kind of dug us into a deep enough hole that we couldn't get out of. Um, and like we said, you have those games. Those ones hurt. That one definitely st- stung. I uh, 
have had a hard time sleeping these last two nights, <laughs> but it's all good. And so just knowing like, okay, wow. cause you know, with sports, the biggest thing are like, you know what you do well and you keep capitalizing on that. And then you learn from what you don't do well. And if you keep doing what you don't do well, you're not going to win. And so you have to take what you don't do well and you have to get better at that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, for us, it's, it's rebounding and it's, you know, being consistent on offense. And those were our two biggest issues and, and they definitely showed. And so we'll see what happens. Cause yeah. we play Maranatha tonight and um, they're a good team as well. And, but it's a, it's a game that we could, could easily win or lose. And so um, just learn from what happened on Tuesday and take the good and run with it and yeah. learn from the bad and improve off that. And it should be a fun game tonight. So yeah, and not to over spiritualize it, but it's a it's a good outlook on like our lives, our Christian walk too. It really like, is. Like, it, sports is an amazing thing. You know, Paul was an athlete himself, and uh, how the, there's so many um, things that relate from athletics to like our oh, Christian so walk. So many. So it's really cool, and that's why you have a huge uh, ministry of FCA that's out there. Uh, but how how it relates of really you got to put in practice to get better you gotta you gotta see what the mistakes you made um things that you know prevented you to you know get over that hump right and then you got to go practice you got to make yourself better you got to sharpen yourself you can't make these issues that you have habitual yeah where it's over and over and Mm -hmm. over and over no it's like you got to learn and move on and if you want to get better and ultimately ultimately what makes you better is other people yeah. Right. It's not necessarily. I mean, all the time. Like, yeah, you can go into the gym, work out. Like they say, practice makes yourself. perfect. Yeah. No, it's perfect. Practice mm-hmm. makes perfect. And yeah, having the, your teammates, having your peers, yeah, push you exactly. to get better rather than you know, oh, I'll get better, and then you go through the motions. Yeah. That or even just or going like working out by yourself, which is yeah. also great, right? But what does really make a huge impact and uh, really pushes you forward as quickly as possible is. Iron sharpens iron, yes. you know, practicing with, with a friend, mm. a player, a coach. That sounds like a biblical theme right there. Like it you're is. Just saying. So Interesting. Like, exactly. Yeah. It is a biblical theme it of uh, looking at not just, you know, your athletic, you know, career um, of, man, I got to get better at this. I got to really sharpen these areas. But, you know, look back, you know, look in the mirror, look at yourself and how you can sharpen yourself and your Christian walk all, exactly. outside of the court, off the court, off the field, where, wherever that is, you know, how can you be... Um, a better, a better student, a better husband, a better um, teammate. You know, teammate. Yeah. So, um, and looking to the Bible for those answers, and um, again, not to over spiritualize it. Um, I know, but they go, they literally they go do. hand in hand. They do, they literally so do. It is really cool, and also just encouraging to the players, any player out there that is listening, that um, look at look at it not just on the field but off the field. You yep. know, and honestly, sometimes off the field. Um, can uh, coordinate with you know issues on the f- or off the field can coordinate with issues on the field so. and especially like with how you know schools in our realm in our conference in our region and then double CAA are set up it's like you know there's often times where you even see like yeah like you said like outside things coming in like sometimes like you see like hey why is this person not playing well or yeah. why am I not playing well it's like oh well I'm spiritually struggling right now mm-hmm. and it's like I need to get you know all facets of life together in order to succeed because you know literally like i know like people kind of get uh when they hear body mind soul they kind of it kind of throws up red flags like okay is that yoga is that you know the weird spiritual stuff but no it's it's true like love eat pray love right you know it's but it's true like you know you need to have physically you need to be there you know 
mentally you need to be there and spiritually you need to be there because they mm. all they all feed off each other. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, and um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I was gonna say something, but I I kind of forgot it. But my bad. I mean, no, no, yeah. you're good. It's it's the temple. You know, it's the body. You yeah. got to really take your care body of it. is a temple of the Holy Spirit who lives within you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. again, just an encouragement for you know you athletes out there and everything going there. But let's talk about some of the games uh, coming up. Yep. So we, we got, got Maranatha tonight, uh, which should be a great game. And then we are both teams are traveling, so just guys are playing because girls mm-hmm. already played them. Our it's the last home game ago. too. Last home game of the year, so it should be a good one. We get to hear uh, Anna Harwood sing the national anthem tonight, that's so it's cool. gonna be great. That's gonna be great. And then, yep. And then on the road Saturday morning, we're driving down to Central Christian College of the Bible in Moberly, Missouri, and then that's our last uh, regular season game before conference regional tournament. So that's gonna be fun. Yeah. You said Moberly. Yep. Wait, who's wait? That's oh like, CCC. Yes, Tracy okay. B. What did you just call them? Tracy B. Tracy B. That's what they. That's how they call it. Yeah. That's what they say. Yep. Tracy B. Tracy B. Three season. I B. can do that. I yeah. can. I like that. It's better than just like making the the overused joke. C C C C C C C C C C C C C C C C. Yep. And then so we have yep. So tonight, Saturday, and then on to next Thursday for the start of the conference. So if if we're playing Maranatha tonight, do we know where we stand seating wise, conference next week? Um, so Saturday's game will kind of, depending on what Saturday does, because Thursday's game won't affect conference. It'll affect region, but Saturday's game has potential to affect what seed we are. Uh, Do we, is it too much, too much mathematics for you? Math? I haven't, I haven't looked at the, uh, I haven't looked at it, but I mean, if it's, so ideally, um, because with a seven team double elimination bracket, you know, the ones on the top side. Mm-hmm. And then I think, you know, the, if right now we're think we're sitting at seven, so we're on the bottom side of the brackets, so we'd be like two seed. Um, and then uh, six seed would be on the top side, I think, is that how it works. And so we'd be looking at probably playing, I think, Ozark right now. Is it, do you, um, so what kind of what kind of bracket does the, the MCCC do? Is it the the lowest seed will always play the highest seed, or is it, it was like you when, just get put on a side of the bracket and you you finish right? That? So it was when we had eight schools, but now that we only have seven schools, the one seed will get the bye. Yeah, and so then they'll play the winner of is it three and six? Okay, oh, they're automatically like in then. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, they're yeah, yeah. or in. they're so like they have one game not automatically. In. Okay, but then it stinks like if you're yeah. on that side of the bracket, if you lose, you don't play like you. You don't get to play an extra game. So okay, okay. So it, it wouldn't matter too much because right. then they they would automatically just they 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 get the buy, then they play the lowest seed, and then if they win, they're in yeah, the championship. Yeah, so because I yeah because I'm not. That's a good question. I don't know what it is because like you think about like even like the NFL playoffs, like it was always like it'll it'll be mixed low, around. Yeah, yeah, it was mixed around. So I'm that's a good question. I think, I think I think I yeah. think that's how it is because I mean if it's not yeah. Uh, what, seven teams, is, one person, get, one team gets a buy. The yeah. and then everyone plays based off of the high to the low. And then, yeah, lowest seed ends up playing the one seed yeah, or something. And then, so, so yeah. it, no, that all makes sense. Yeah. So we'll, I mean, we'll find out next uh, next week. But I yeah, guess so. so. We'll be talking about it. Yeah. Wait, when do you guys travel next week? Uh, we'll probably leave. Well, I guess it depends if we play an early game on Thursday or not. Let's say you do. We'll probably leave early Thursday because it'll probably be like a two p.m. game or something. Or okay. Yeah, something like that. Okay, so we'll see you next week on the podcast then. Hopefully. Sweet. I was doing on the road. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, probably <laughs> not. Well, I'll probably have like Will come on. No, we should be because because uh, remember we're leaving. Oh, that's right. Because we're leaving right after uh, we record next week to go uh, yeah. to the youth group thing. Either so. way. Either way. Anyway. Um, 
Good stuff. Looking forward to conference play. Uh, finishing conference play. Then the Maranatha game tonight's always going to be a good one. Wait, what? We we lost to them. We did earlier this year. Last year. Oh, I Last, guess so. Yeah. yeah. Well, the season. Yep. So, is there just to like con- continue to on this uh, Emmaus Athletic um, run? Do you? Th- what's what's the what's the team's uh, mindset at right now? Like, is there like a thirst for revenge or? Because I know a lot yes. of them, a lot of, I, everyone like holds it's a grudge against. So, yeah. yeah, everyone holds yep. a grudge against Maranatha specifically. Yep. So, I mean, we um, want to win, obviously. But yeah, you, you always want to. You want to win even more, yeah. especially at home against mm-hmm. your rival. So, so it, mindsets are pretty good. Everyone's just set. Like, let's just let's just win, baby. You Hopefully, know? Al Davis. I think I think so, but okay. Very nice. Yeah, looking forward to that game. If you are in the area, please come out tonight, uh, Thursday, 6 February seventeenth. Come out tonight, 6 p.m. That's crazy how fast this month's come by, by the way. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh, goodness gracious. Can't get stuck in the phases, you know? Can't nope. always Literally be looking to the next phase. Stuck in the phase. So live your day out day by day. <clears throat> All right. Well, let's get into um, – yep. let's move on from uh, Emmaus Athletics. Uh, but really looking forward to the games. Wow. Yep. No, we love Emmaus. We do. Uh, no. Okay. Right so Super Bowl. Super Bowl was fun. We talked about, you know, your favorite food. You got your pulled pork and right. enchiladas if there's no cheese on them. Uh, but uh, ah. I did – yeah. before we get into uh, – I, I did like your – for people who didn't watch the Super Bowl, what happened is the Kansas City Chiefs and the, 49, and the San Francisco 49ers went into overtime, and there's new overtime rules. Like brand new rules. Brand new rules. Like that half were, the players didn't even know what the rule was. Yeah, so uh, what it is is um, – the old rule is whoever scores a touchdown. If you're if you're the team and you have the ball, you have possession of the ball first. And if you score a touchdown, you win. If you score a field goal, the other team has an opportunity. So a touchdown wins the game. Okay, mm-hmm. um, but now it doesn't matter what both the teams rule get is. an opportunity no both, matter yeah. what happens. So both teams get the ball. It doesn't matter if you score a touchdown and two point conversion or or extra point the other team will get the ball to um answer back so that's what happened 49ers drove down the field score uh kicked the field goal i thought they should go for it because they're playing the Kansas City Chiefs and i was saying that you I can ask anyone at the too. super bowl party with me i said it, they're on the 9 yard line 4 yard uh fourth and 4 go for it you don't get it you back them into the territory your defense played decently well you know but you know the chiefs are going to score no matter if you well, score, that's why touchdown, I, kick a field goal, or don't score. So and that's like, why you score. So you the Chiefs, Chiefs got the ball back. They score a touchdown. They win the game. Yes. So the whole uh, idea is like, what's the new strategy? Because the strategy used to be like, you always elect to take first. the ball. Yeah. But a lot of people are talking about the new strategy is don't take the ball first. Because kick it's, the like, ball it's off. like that college yeah. uh, in college where but you know both teams get a chance and you want the ball second. You want the, the leverage. Your defense you, at first. Yeah. You want the opportunity when the ball is in your hands to win the game. Yep. And electing to take the ball first with the new rules, you cannot win the game, right? You have to give the other team the opportunity to win the game, yeah. right? So you let's say you get the ball first, you go downfield, score a touchdown, kick the field goal, the other team gets the ball, they scored a touchdown, then they go, they for, go two for two and, win. and they win. Yeah. So the strategy's new, and you mentioned uh, this just shortly, but I thought it would be kind of fun to – you know, just mention it, but yeah, you I was mentioned it should be like it should be like um, soccer rules or like FIFA rules where you know it's not golden goal. It's not gold. Yeah, it's not. It's uh, you know, it, a regular time expires, and then like the soccer, they literally play two fifteen minute halves. I wouldn't even say fifteen, but even so, like they should like just one, play just one quarter. Like just, I yeah. mean, everyone's watching the Super Bowl anyway. Like you're you're gonna have you know bonker ratings anyway. Why not do it where you play? A little bit more, where you yeah. play, you know, two more quarters or whatever it might be, 
And then after that, if no one yeah. scores or if it's still tied, then you go to. Mm-hmm. I would say one. one, one, one I would say yeah. one full quarter. Because that's what and a lot of people were worried points. about. Because they score. The Chiefs scored as the first quarter of overtime expired, but they were saying it doesn't matter because with the rule, you get an opportunity to score no matter what. And to be fair to the Chiefs, like this wouldn't change the outcome because they scored with six seconds left. Yeah. Six seconds left in the in overtime anyway. So it, it honestly they would have yeah. won anyways. But I think it would be cool. To like have a full quarter, doesn't matter who scores, how many points, yeah. or like when they score, but whoever has the most points at the end. Especially of that for being the final game of the year mm-hmm. in the championship. Yeah, yeah. And after the game, as usual, the inter- the sideline interviewers come up to the MVP or just the star of the team. You know, for the Chiefs is Patrick Mahomes, and they always are asked the questions. You know, talk talk me through that last drive, Patrick. You know, what were you guys thinking? What was the play call? And then, and what do they say, Matt? Yeah, you know, <laughs> want to thank my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That's good, but no, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. But I mean, like, yeah, because like kind of what we're talking about, like you know, you hear that all the time. Like we yeah. talked, we t- we went into, we studied it last week when we were talking about Brock Purdy and that, you know, and C.J. Stroud, and it's like, okay, that's great. Like, I love hearing that. But then, like we're saying, okay, you say that after you win, which, um, but what are you doing? At the Super Bowl parade, yeah. what are you doing afterwards? It's what like, are you doing during the game? What are you doing during the game? Like you know, after the game, you'd be woo. You know, this this win goes to God. I want to thank you, thank you, Jesus, my Lord and Savior. You know, I'm I'm a Christian. Yak yak blah blah. And then people are like, wait a minute, wasn't he screaming at the officials mm-hmm. all game? Wasn't he talking trash to the other team? Wasn't he playing dirty? And it's like, okay, like. You're yeah. talking the talk, it appears, but you're definitely not walking the walk. And that's kind of like what we were talking about earlier. It's like, you know, it's not, it's like the whole thing, like, you know, do as I say, not as I do. And it's like, you know, how do you, because it's needed, it's needed in all contexts. We talked last week, like, you know, it's not just sports, it's yes. at work, it's at home, it's wherever. It's like, you know, you can say all you want, but if you're not doing it, like we were saying, if there's no fruit, yeah. Then it's meaningless. Yeah. It's and meaningless. It goes, it goes to, it goes back to, you know, the fruit of in, mm-hmm. uh, Galatians five, the yep. fruit of the spirit. And then kind of connecting that a little bit with, uh, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of John 15 with Jesus is, a, is divine, the you vine, know? the true vine. And yeah. the vine is uh, if Jesus is with you and you're with him, then you're going to produce fruit. You're going to produce good fruit. And what that fruit is, is the fruit of the spirit in Galatians five. And, you know, and that goes, that's not just what you say, when the the cameras are on you, you know, but when the cameras are off you, yeah, and 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 that that I'll, I mean a lot of that like when it comes to sport is during the game, before the game, after the game, You're especially in the lights. Like, especially on right a stage, here. especially yeah. on a stage like the Super Bowl or in a championship game, the NBA Finals, whatever it is, what are you doing before the game, during the game, and after the game? That's yep. real. That is going to be oozing those fruits of the spirit. What is that? Right? Is it? It's not just going on stage and accepting an award and saying, you know. You know, first and foremost, I want to thank God for everything. That is awesome, and I love yeah, that. Praise the Lord! It for does, that. and the, but like, and and nothing. And we're not. Th- I'm not thinking about, and I don't think we're. I think we're both in this boat. Is we're not thinking about anyone specific. Maybe we're not. We're not. But, but, I mean, obviously, we both know. Yeah. You know, celebrities out there, athletes out there, even friends out there that mm-hmm. you know say this, but then as soon as they look the other way, it's like, wait, it's not. Things don't line up. They don't line up. Things don't line up. And there's a reason Paul talks about 
how there's many people, many false teachers who, you know, they don't, they're not Christians. They don't have a relationship with Jesus, yet they're still proclaiming Christ. And he's, he is thankful for that. Yeah, great he, that Christ like, is getting out there. Yes. But at the same time, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. So to like so many people who like, who do thank the Lord, awesome that his name is being mentioned. Keep it up. That please. is amazing. Yes. We love that. Like, I mean, not, we don't, I mean, we love it, but like the Lord loves it. I mean, it's good. It's good for uh, um, the kingdom, for the growth. It, it really does plant seeds. It and, does. Um, it is amazing how the Lord can, you know, even use unbelievers to plant seeds, right? Um, and if we don't know those people's lives, we only see what the camera shows us yep. of, you know, these these celebrities, these athletes, um, and the way they live. So we don't know what goes beyond behind behind the scenes, right? Uh, we don't know the full story of that, but we do know we got to take for what we do know. And what we do know is that sometimes they don't show the fruit. They don't have, um, I guess you walk the walk of a Christian because, you know, then after you win the big game, you're you know out partying, getting, getting drunk, uh, or even just, you know, saying, you know, foul language, right? And even if, and that doesn't mean, you know, Christian, like, because if you curse that you're not Christian, but right. that's not it at all. It's just, but it's, it goes back what to the, looks the wholesome talk. Yeah. And what are you, you know, what are you, pour, what are you putting in? Cause like, you know, we could, we can like, even us, we could be saying all this to you guys. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, at, we turn off the camera and then we go back and we, you know, fill our minds with, you know, bad music or, or we, or we're talking, or we're gossiping or we're doing this or that or mm-hmm. everything. It's like, no, it's like, you know, we have to be living out what we're saying. Yeah. We can't just be saying, you know, we're thankful for our time at Emmaus. We grew in our faith. We're both youth leaders. Great. Mm-hmm. What's going on outside of that? Yeah. And it's like, you have to be, and I think that's even more important, you know, especially for people that do have like, you know, pastors, youth leaders, you know, if you have, you know, the influence that you have, you know, it's even more important because people are like young children are watching you like youth are watching you. And it's not just, you know, the 20 to 50 year olds that are cheering you on the super like, no, like you have just as many eyes, just a different age group. And I think it's like, you know, we just have to be so conscious of what we do, of what we say, of what, you know, you might think like, okay, like if I, I, you know, (laughs) if I do this, like, like you see things like, okay, how many times have we seen like, uh, of a video pan out of like an athlete picking up trash, like on the sideline. And they're like, Oh, like that's so great. And it's like, okay, like, are you doing that when no one is watching? Are you doing that when there are no cameras? Mm -hmm. It's like, obviously like I would hope so. Where's the work? Yeah. yeah, Where's the fruit? Where, like, what, what is the purpose behind what you're doing? Like, are you saying these things like, you know, thank you God, just because you know, like you're going to appease one area of your fan group. Yeah. Or are you actually being like, no, thank you God for this opportunity for mm-hmm. this. And just, it just goes so much together. And I think like, there's just so many, you know, people out there that struggle with that, you know, like, especially like I was saying, like, I even think like at our level, like, you know, how often do we, do I know like, Hey, like obviously there are some teams we play that don't have Christians on their yeah. team, but mo- majority of the teams we do are, you know, are full of Christians. And it's like, but also sometimes, you know, they're the the ones that are the worst that, you know, question every call or, you know, being chippy and, you know, like obviously there's nothing wrong with, you know, playing hard, but where's that line of, you know, when you step over that line and, you know, you are talking that trash or you are saying foul things or you are saying degrading things. And it's like, no, like 
it has to be it's it's starving uh, the flesh you know it's denying yourself and what you want to say what you want to do in those moments when time gets tough when the game gets rough like you want you want to like hurt someone right like like, you want to be like i want to show you struggle in something we're all sinful fallen human beings but yeah it's like yeah we have to deny ourselves deny the flesh of those those obtrusive thoughts those you know Maybe people would say, you know, in my previous life, I struggled with this or I had, I had a sailor's mouth or whatever, but it's like, okay, what, what can you take from then and get rid of it to where you're at now? Yeah. And there's, here's another, and that's, that's the thing is like, um, we're not, we're not really putting down any, like I said, we're not putting down any, uh, athlete specifically, no one, no. you know, we don't, we don't want to put down anyone, but the no, thing is, like, and we don't know, like I said, we don't know, we don't know their situation, lives, their personal but, life or whatever, but it's just an encouragement to, you know, athletes out there. It's like really and a good take, take, take this and take this as a reminder of walking with Christ every second of the day on, off the field, pregame, during the game, post game. It's not just the post game and saying and giving him honor and glory and then going talking about me or even going to, you know, behind the scenes away from the camera doing you know who knows feeding what. your flesh yeah. in whatever way. But you know, starving the flesh, surrendering yourself, obeying the Lord, uh being a good steward of where the Lord has placed you. Yes. As an athlete, um, if that's at Emmaus Bible College or if that's on a big stage, you know, at the fi- NBA finals or uh the Super Bowl what you do before, during, and after is what uh, really, really shows those fruits, really shows your character. And so that's an encouragement to you young athletes out there to really consider, like, how are you honoring the Lord? How are you glorifying him? Not just, like, not just on the field, but off the field and every day. Is it day. before competition? Is it after competition? Is it during the competition? Yeah. Like, it has to be all three. It can't be one or the other. It has to be and, all, all and, areas. And here to uh, circle back to what we were talking about of like how sports has such a, um, it's a it's beautiful a comparison to yeah. like the Bible. Uh, another another sports thing is it's a marathon. Yeah. It's not a it's not a hundred meter race, nope. right? It's not what you do just for one year of your life or one interview or one game. It's all those games. Every yes. interview, your entire life, from when you're middle school, high school, yeah, from college. when you're born to when you die. Yeah. How are you living that life of, of a Christian? Are you acting as if the light is always on you and you always have to uh, respond the good ways, you know? Or is, is when the life, when the light is away, you know, when the camera's away, how are you responding? Then? Are you still genuine and being, mm-hmm. you know, who you are in through Christ? Are you only acting as uh, a Christian, only honoring the Lord when the camera's on you, or are you also doing it when it is off yes. you? So that's something to consider. Is like it is a marathon. It's not just a hundred meter race, two hundred meters. Um, it's a marathon. So we have a long race to run. We do, and we really that do. goes for us too. Like up here, it's like we we're here. We're preaching to the choir. We're preaching to just a little camera right there. You know, uh, we're talking the about is literally on us. But. Yeah, <laughs> but we're we're talking. Yeah, exactly. But what are we doing behind the scenes? Yeah. You know, like with this this we could be treating it like a, a sprint, right? Yeah. Like there could be a couple years from now that you know one of us walks away from the Lord, and I hope that's I not it. That and, I don't th- and I don't and I don't think, think that's it, will, it right? But uh, I do, that won't happen. You know, mm-hmm. I I see the fruits from you. You know, I hope you see fruits. I see from fruits me. from you. Yes, and mm-hmm. you know that's where you see that genuineness, the genuine relationship that that person has with Jesus, and we got. <laughs> It's hard to see that with athletes, with professional athletes, when the camera is always on them and you don't really see the authentic, genuine self of them yep. uh, when the camera's off, right? So only the people who truly know those people 
who walk and live life with them really know the story, right? The only people who, you know, they live in the homes, they're neighbors to them. Um, their family. Their family. Be, so yeah. uh, know that as, you know, young athletes, young people, even just, I mean, not even as athletes, just to know that uh, when the camera's off, on, on, are you are the camera's yourself? on you yep. or the camera's off you, you should always be acting the same. Yes. And even like, yeah, like you should always be carrying yourself in such a way of, you know, the Holy Spirit is just flowing through you. Jesus mm -hmm. is just, and that's not even like trying to say like, are you like over Christianizing stuff? Like yeah. everything you say is like, you know, like, there's, like the comedian Michael Jr. says like, um, are you oversaved? Like, you know, I'm thirsty, thirsty for the Lord. But like, you know, it's like, <laughs> is what you're saying like lining up with what exactly. you're doing or what you're doing lining up with what you're saying? Like, yeah. are you being, you know, a good Christian? Are you, you know, saying things that are worthy of him, mm -hmm. are you, con you know, conducting yourself in a manner yeah. that people, you know, non-Christians see the the light coming out of you? Are you treating your Christian brothers yeah. and sisters in that way? Like, I think it just, it just goes so much together of like, you have to be doing what you're saying and you can't just be, you know, you know how many, yeah, you, uh, it's just, it's, it's so like, it can be frustrating, but it's also so encouraging. Like, you know, it's what, you know, ah, it's just, no, oh, no, man. I'm with you. It, I know, it goes, I know. Exactly what you're saying is it kind of goes to like James one, yeah. 19 to 26, a little bit of, you know, looking in the mirror, reflecting, you know, you have the truth of the Lord before you. And, uh, but also like, like, are you yelling it's, at your it's, teammates it's for that hearers. speck in their eye it's, when you have that log exactly. in your own and eye? And like, it's being hearers of the word, you know, it's being doers of the word, you know, not yes. just hearers. Nope. Uh, so yeah. That's the life of a Christian, yep. you know, and it goes. So just because you hear someone say something on TV doesn't mean that's their true walk. Right. right? Just because you hear us talking behind the like to you on a screen doesn't mean that's we're, that we're Christian, you know, or that's our walk. And the same thing, like when you hear a negative thing, that doesn't mean mm -hmm. who they are. Like, no, it's not. Because we don't know the we're whole all, story. We're, we're all fallen. We're all sinful. And that's and that's something that sucks about the the day we live in today is the media. Yeah. And the the cameras being light are shined on you and uh, like every time someone gets drafted and the people are all pulling up old Facebook messages yeah. or Facebook or Twitter tweet, trying to find X something. tweets. I guess now it's called. And it's, and it's, it's just, really it's really tough to find true genuineness in people. Or is that authentic? Yes, authenticity. You know, authentic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Either way. Um, well, we're running short on time, but let's let's do a top five. Let's get into top five. We do we, have our we top just, five. Let's do a top five. So we're going to do top five favorite classes, you know, of here at Emmaus Bible College. Matt, hit me with uh, one of yours. All right. Are so, you going to go order five, then one? Um, I was going to go one. I was going to do my favorite class first. Let's do top three. Since top we're running three. Okay. Two. My top. Okay. So I would say, um, I would say a lot of people would understand this in this context, but I would say my freshman year at Emmaus, I took missions and evangelism okay. with Mr. Joel Hernandez. Love him. And I don't like, I just find myself daily just remembering back to that class. That's and awesome. I think it just like his teaching and then just, I mean, the portion of, you know, what's our mission and how do we evangelize? Yeah. That just spoke to me so much that I, I would say like, that was, that was my favorite class because mm -hmm. I think about it every day. Yeah. I would probably touch on that. I, 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 it's tough, it's tough to me. It's tough for me to have like a number one, two or three, but I can, I can give you three. I can't tell give you the order, but speaking of Joel, I would say uh cultural, uh, anthropology mm. is, uh, one of my favorites. Um, 
uh, of Joel. I, a lot of that had to do with the people there in the class. It was a great crew of people. Um, we also went on a couple trips together as a as a, a class. So that was really awesome. He took us, you know, around um, town uh, to look at. Uh, see other cultures you know we went mm-hmm. to el pasanos uh with a great taco place talked to the owner there he made us tacos that was great but uh just um the way joel teaches who he is his storytelling and learning Praise about other cultures was really awesome so that's that's definitely one of them for me uh and i'll, I'll give you an, i'll give you another one uh and it's a it's another one uh with joel uh and that one is um I, I'm I'm blanking on it actually right now. You go. Wait, I'm blank. I just blanked. <laughs> uh, I would say one of my other favorite classes was with the Great Lake Mr. Glock, was uh, Life of Christ. I love that. And one. how like that I, I he that taught that class, probably like, hundred times. Yeah. And he you know he he would take he had a book and it would have all four gospels lined up and you would go through the book and just see how the gospels line up and, I mean he was just such a great mm-hmm. teacher. And just storyteller, and oh, I just I just love that class because I I hear like probably once a month I hear of alumni that still talk about that class and how they've awesome. taken their notes from that class, you know, and they've used that to teach at their church or to mm-hmm. do or to do Bible studies with it, and that was one of my favorite. I know why I was blanking because it wasn't with Joel. It was with, it was an ICS course. It was Major Colts with uh, Doctor Frank Yabini. Love that himself. Love that mm-hmm. class. Learning about different. Another thing about like other religions. You know, other cultures within those religions. Um, I won't say anything specifically. What was the class called again? Major Colts. It's not Major a class Colts. right now. Interesting. Uh, they're just low on the uh, um, ICS faculty, so yeah. they they haven't taught that one for a while. But they kind of make uh, merged it with like world religions a little bit. I took bit. that with him and. That was world religion because, like, obviously, you know, like, you hear about, like, you know, which one do you take with world religions? Okay. I took, like, you hear about, like, you know, Muslims mm-hmm. or Hindus or you know, Mormons or whatever. But mm-hmm. like, it was like in depth, like, you know, looking at the fine tune points of like what they believe, and that was yeah. just that was really eye opening for me. Yeah, and this it, this one was really cool because we were able to like visit some of these uh, services of these of these wow. religions, and it was like super interesting and like it's really it was honestly convicting because sometimes they were more friendly than when you go to yeah, a, right? a, a god-fearing church uh um or so, they might know more about how to answer questions than we do mm-hmm. in certain areas. so but i did love that class that one was really fun interesting too so um really enjoyed that he dr frank you did a good job of involving us into the community and other cultures in dubuque um outside of like religious organizations but um so that's awesome give me a your third one i would say well, it's a tough one, but uh, third one would have been my. I took uh, Bible geography with Dr. Sanchez. Okay, and that was part of my archaeology minor that I took the rest of the classes with Dr. JJ Routley, and I don't know, like obviously I'm not using my. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you might say, "Oh, archaeology, what a meaningless or pointless thing." That was fun, but cool. just like understanding, awesome. like you know, the like the history of cultures and how they operated and how they did things, and then seeing that firsthand, like. That was amazing. I loved yeah. it. I spent a month in Israel, uh, my going into my junior year, and that's really cool. It was just amazing to see. Yeah, I remember you, you. You spoke about that month in Israel a little bit to me, and how you could eat everything. You could eat everything. Dairy wasn't a huge factor there. I also didn't touch a basketball when I was there, and I should oh, have. No. But you know, that's tough. Should have brought it with you. Is. Pumped it up there. <laughs> um, this is tough because I only got one more slot. But I love every class I had with Jeff Riley and Reagan Banaski as they were both my professors. So uh, as I was EM. Um, I will have to say, you know, marriage and family was, was amazing. I took my freshman year, should have waited. You know, I wanted to take it again, <laughs> couldn't make it work this semester as I'm getting married in uh, May. Uh, I also love um, 
teaching uh, teaching Bible. But uh, the one I do think about uh, a lot is small group ministry with Reagan Benaski. Mm-hmm. Um, really awesome class. Uh, taught me a lot of you know um, tangible. Um, things that we can uh, take within the church, out of the church, and especially with hospitality and when it comes to discipleship and um, doing uh, ministry and making it a real thing. So mm. um, really did love that. And it was really hands-on. And I'm a hands-on learner. So especially we, with we, those, yeah. Yeah, we met so outside helpful. of class a lot. And, like, we had to run our own small group uh, with, like, stra- like not strangers, but, like, a different community outside mm-hmm. of Emmaus. But um, it really did push you a little bit. Um, but it was re- really awesome, and I learned a lot from that. So great stuff but that's great well for our listeners yeah. for our alumni for our listeners at the other christian colleges in our conference we'd love to hear about what have been your favorite classes when you were in college and just i mean the common bond of the bible yeah. and spiritual things like there's so many great things out there but we'd love to hear from you yeah i was just actually at texas Red House in des moines uh this last weekend i uh, went home to see my mom a little bit for a day and guess who, my the waiter was a faith alum. Really? Yeah. So funny. That's so funny. Really crazy, right? Small world of just. That is. I like. I saw he was like, just seemed he seemed different. Uh-huh. Seemed different, you know. Hmm. Interesting. And I was like, I was like looking. I'm like, you know, I wonder if this guy's a believer. And then he, I talked to him a little bit. I'm like, oh, where are you from? He's Minneapolis. He came down for school. I'm like, oh, what school is? It? Oh, Faith Baptist. I'm like, oh. I go. I went to Emmaus. I worked there. You know, it's just so funny. That's crazy. He didn't really. He knew a little bit about Emmaus, but um, it was it was very interesting. Really that common cool. bond. So, yeah. So he studied like pastoral. Speaking that, shout out there. Coach Lopez. Got coffee with him this past week. So oh, yep. that was cool. Yeah, catch up with him about that. So. You you owe me some coffee, Coach Lopez. So uh, I missed out on that one. So <laughs> they don't want to bring me on the trips. I guess that'd be fun. I, I would love to go on the trips. Maybe I do a, some sideline reporting. But uh, do that. Either way, though, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, definitely that uh, uh, encouragement from Matt of reaching out to us. Tell us your favorite classes when you were a student here at Emmaus or at your respective school um, in the MCCC or in WCAA conferences. We would love to hear uh, more from you guys, your stories, and, you know, uh, even just giving us a listen. So we love that. So, uh, again, thank you for making us a part of your day. Check out uh, Concerning Him. And yep, all these really good podcasts. things coming out. The blog. There's a blog. I just found out there's a blog for it. You know, <laughs> so check out the blog. Uh, uh, what else we got to tell them about? So they got do coming up. Discovery mm-hmm. Mace weekend. Register for that. Registration is, uh, we got about a month, two months of registration left. And it is filling up super really quick. Is. So and if you're not a prospective student, if you're yeah. a parent, uh, you can still get tickets to the Shane and Shane yes. concert. So. So look into that. Reach out for questions. Call us. Talk to Shane. Talk about to the me. Shane and Shane concert. There you go. Talk to Matt about me. And then, yeah, so we got Discovery Maze coming. Welcome, uh, a bunch of other events that we're going to be going to, but we'll talk about those in the next couple of weeks. But either way, thank you for listening. Check out Concerning Him. Check out our um, our shorts that Will Cunningham works on every day. Uh, those are really awesome. Our recap videos of uh, games. Yeah, those are coming if, out. If you're really interested to see more about our team and you just haven't really gotten to uh, watch a live stream, we have you know, five minute, less than five minute videos of a recap of the game with highlights. So check those out. Uh, Either way, though, thank you for listening, everyone. We appreciate you uh, tuning in today. And Matt, it's a great day to be an Eagle. Have a great day.